Ah yes, my, my recent project. Something that started off just as an experimental idea that's now evolved into something very obsessive, and that is recording the sounds of Norfolk's church bells for use in ringing simulators. Hi, welcome to the Fun With Bells podcast, where I, Kathy Booth, interview novices and some of the most famous ringers in the world as they reveal the mysteries of this heard but often hidden art. My guest today is Chris Richmond, who produces YouTube videos about Norfolk and who has recently taken up bell ringing. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello. Chris, can you tell me a bit about your YouTube series and how it led you to taking up bell ringing? First and foremost, I was an amateur filmmaker. I love making films about my local area, always have done, especially the sort of hidden stuff that people don't really know about. And bell ringing seems to be one of those. But aside from making the films, I also like recording sound as well. And thinking of things to record as a subject, church bells uh, seemed quite appropriate. Living in Norfolk, being surrounded by uh, quite a high concentration of medieval churches. When you thought of recording the church bells, how did you go about it? Well, things like clock chimes and that we all know sort of uh, clock chimes exist and the ones I knew about I went to record those initially and then there was a a 12 bell chime barrel that I also went to record but in terms of change ringing you know sort of proper bell ringing I didn't really know where to start and it wasn't until I came across the website for my local uh, association of ringers in around Norwich and on that website listed a whole list of these towers and their practice nights which was uh, a wonderful source of information and so then I went to visit one of these practices just just to go and make some sort of test recordings and see what it was all about but when I got to the church which was St Andrew's Church in Holt as I arrived there there was actually a service in the church and sort of about 20 minutes later uh, the people started filing out of the church and I just happened to catch one of the churchgoers in conversation. I said, I says to him, ah, I says, no bells tonight. He says, oh, you're here for the bells. I said, yeah. He says, ah, well, I'm one of the ringers. I'm just going to go home and get changed and I'll, and I'll be back. Go wait at the base of the tower. And so I did. Well, it wasn't long before I got invited up the tower and into the thick of it. And there I was sat in the ringing chamber with all this wonderful stuff going on around me. <laughs> And did you understand everything that was going on? Mm, not really, not to begin with, no. I mean, the ringing jargon, it, it really, it was like another another language. So what happened next? Well, I sort of started to understand what was going on. I mean, they, they, they had to get the bells up first in, in their upright position. But one thing that really sticks out in my memory, and this is sort of how I really got hooked on the bug is when they started to ring them down in peel. And I decided to go outside the church and record this. You know, so you, so you got the sound, sound of the bells. And, and I really liked it when all the hum tones start resonating and the bells get quicker and quicker. And it was, to me, as a, a complete outsider, it was like, wow, what is all this noise about? And yes, quite simply, the bells just being lowered. But I thought, you know, this, this is wonderful. I really enjoyed this evening. And then I decided to sign up to my proper home tower and and start ringing. 
Can you describe what you found easy or difficult about when you were learning to ring? Well, this is the thing. People don't understand how difficult it is. I mean, I, after my, um, my initial session there, I, I did go away and I started watching YouTube videos about bell ringing and all sorts. So I was prepared for it to be difficult. And it was. But now I'll tell you this story. My first session, I was ringing hand and backstroke by the end of the session. This is, you know, this is my enthusiasm taking over here. Mm-hmm. But um, again, with my recording adventures, I went to another church the following day, or the, or the following evening, which was Kingslyn Minster. And I was hovering outside the Minster with my recording device and one of the ringers came down and says, oh, you you waiting to come in? Because they lock the door to keep all the, the drunks and delinquents out, out of the church. And so I ended up being invited upstairs again. And they said to me, do you ring? I says, well, I only started last night. And here I was on the end of a rope again, doing the hand stroke first. And then the instructor there, I think it was David Truman, um, he then got me doing both strokes and we were ringing away nicely and then we sort of got into a bit of a conversation and then I made my first almost fatal error. I missed the, the catching the Sally and before you know it, the, the Sally hovered for a split second before ripping up and nearly taking my arm with it. And of course Dave was like, let go, let go. So, so I did and I just let go of the whole rope, which of course you're not supposed to do. But bearing in mind this is my second session, so that was a bit of a confidence knock, but nevertheless, I kept at it because I had the enthusiasm to do so. What ringing have you done since then? Well, I've gone through the, the usual procedure, I suppose, rounds, then call changes, and eventually plane hunt, which uh, it did seem like a bit of an obstacle at the time to get around that because it's not... It's not quite as simple as it sounds, especially not the physical aspect of controlling your bell. So, yeah, where I'm up to now is I've moved on from plain hunt and, and hunting to methods. I'm, I've just about mastered plain bob doubles now. There are plenty of six bell towers where I live, so uh, that seems to be almost the limit to a lot of people's learning around here. And what occasions have you rung for? Well, we've done uh, things like weddings and, of course, the the uh, Re Remembrance Day last year. Of course, uh, starting to ring last year, I, I did sign up to the Ringing Remembers project. So, uh, in fact, I actually covered seven towers that day, which I'm quite pleased about. Seven towers? Uh, you rang in seven yeah. towers? Wow. Yes. Well, well you see, the, the whole event was very organised and everyone uploaded all their sort of ringing throughout the day. So I thought... I'll go on a little bit of a, an adventure and join as many as I could. It's nice to be part of something. Yes, yes. And then I wanted to talk to you about your recent project, if you could tell us a bit about that. Ah, yes, my, my recent project. Something that started off just as an experimental idea that's now evolved into something very obsessive and that is recording the sounds of Norfolk's church bells for use in ringing simulators, because we've got this wonderful new facility here in Norfolk, which is the Mancroft Ringing Discovery Centre in Norwich. We've got eight dumbbells in there, and it, to have the sound of real bells in there would, was a wonderful idea, and 
now I've ended up going around all these different churches recording all these sounds. And so that they can be used with the dumbbells so that, yeah. so that people can... Ah, I see. Can you tell me a bit about how that came about? I can't remember exactly how it came about, but it was something, something was said between uh, Nicky Thomas, the centre manager, and myself one day when I was in there practicing on the simulator which I do if I can get in there once a week or something and because I've recorded the sound of bells now for you know a year and a half say I've actually managed to record some clean single strikes from inside belfries and I was quite pleased to how they turned out so I, I tried a few more and we got them in in on the simulators at Mancroft and it's just sort of spiralled on from there. And now it's like, well, I've got to record them all now because they're all so different. And how do you record them? Obviously, I need to place my recorder in the belfry. I can't be up there myself because I have to be back down in the ringing chamber for safety reasons and also to conduct the session. So uh, what we need to do is we need to record a clean strike of each bell individually at handstroke and backstroke um, without hitting the stay because when you stand a bell and rest it against the stay you might not hear it in the ringing chamber but up above you do hear this clack 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 as I found out in my earlier recordings so this is something we now skillfully try and avoid. What equipment do you use? My recorder is, is very basic it, it's a Zoom H5 I mean it is a specialist field recorder it handles the loud volumes very well and it, it does record at high quality in stereo and I think it sounds wonderful. And why do you do this? Well again it goes back to my interest in recording sound and wanting to record the sound of church bells but this is a bit more sort of the purposeful and I like the interactive element to it and and hearing people's reaction to it we had a lot of positive feedback when people try the bells out in the Mancroft Ringham Discovery Centre and uh, we've even had things like the the Mancroft Ringhams themselves go in there and practice and ring water peels and even have these things called guess the name of the bells things like that which I think is brilliant because they, you said they sound very different between the different towers that you, that you. They do. So, Chris, what's the difference in the sounds of the different bells? Well, it's hard to describe, really. I mean, I would say you have to hear it for yourself. But I mean, some resonate really nicely, and others are quite sort of dull and, and thuddy. And there's one particular tower in Norwich which. I believe sounds the way it does because of all the pollution that it suffered sort of during the industrial revolution and all that. And of course the tuning is another thing that's different about them all. I mean there are a lot of very quirky sounding rings here in Norfolk because they're they're all sort of different ages. Some were augmented later on and and some have bells from elsewhere in the country. So we have a right mixed bag that just gives every tower its unique character. And do you have any stories of the particular towers that you've visited? Well, every tower tells a story, I suppose. I've been to so many now, it's hard, it's hard to pick out individual stories. But what I love about doing this is, is you can go up and, and you can see in the belfry and, and see all of these sort of little pieces of history that 
no one ever gets to see. Like the, the different frame and, and bell installations and things like peel boards hidden up in old ringing chambers and, and old old equipment lurking about, old bits of wheel and headstock and things laying about. I find it all interesting. Is there anything else that you think we should have covered that I haven't asked you about? I suppose what we could have done is included some of these sounds to, accom- to accompany the bit we've just spoke about. Yes, yeah, that would be good. Especially that, that one I specifically mentioned. That's St Michael's in Norwich, well, Coslaney, which is part of Norwich. You will be able to listen to brief recordings of ringing from Coslaney and two other contrasting towers at the end of this interview after Chris has answered the final two questions. Oh, yes, the big questions. Yes. Apart from the towers that you regularly ring at, which are your favourite ring of bells and why? Hmm. That that is a tricky one. That's a very interesting question of towers you regularly ring at. I ring at a whole variety of towers, but um, there's one I ring at occasionally, and I do like their sound, but they're... I, I do go there sometimes, and that's Cromer on the North Norfolk coast. They used to be a six, they're now an eight, but there's just something about their tuning that I really like. And the the, the, um, the bell chamber is very large, and so they have a nice ringing echo. I quite like that. And, and they go nicely as well. And the final question is, mm-hmm. what remarkable things have happened to you that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't taken up bell ringing? Well, I think we've just about covered one of those, haven't we? I mean, this this recording project, when I set out to do this, I didn't think that I would end up doing it like this. I mean, I'm going up in all these belfries and things. I thought that was uh, that was something that I would never be able to do, but because I've become part of the bell ringing fraternity, it's given me the opportunity to sort of expand and and uh, take this project on hmm and what have you got from that a very large collection of bell recordings <laughs> <laughs> how do you manage them all um of course like yourself with this podcast there is uh, quite a lot of editing involved it's a it's a very dedicated task but one i can do with my experience now in filmmaking and, and sound recording, sound editing, it's just something I can do and I enjoy it. Now we're going to listen to some of the Able Simulator output from some of the recordings of the Norwich Bells that Chris has recorded. Firstly, the Norwich Coslaney St Michael's Bells, the Thuddy Bells. Oh, playing Hunt. Next, the North Creek Bells. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lane Hunt. Finally, Chris's favourites, the Chroma Bells. Go, Plain Hunt. Thanks to my guest Chris Richmond for telling us about his project to record the church bells of Norfolk. More information, photographs and links can be found in our show notes at www.funwithbells.com. I'm Cathy Booth. This podcast was put together by a team. Special thanks go to Anne Tansley-Thomas and John Gwynne, Leslie Belcher, Sue Hall, Nick Boyd, Rose Nightingale and the Society of Cambridge Youths for the recording of their ringing. There are openings for other roles within the production team. Contact me at funwithbellspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested. If you're in Britain and are interested in learning to ring, then please go to ringingteachers.org or for handbell ringers, hrgb.org.uk. Both websites have links to help you get started. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Fun With Bells. Don't forget to tell others that you can listen to this podcast for free. It's available from any podcast directory or from the website funwithbells.com. Next on Fun With Bells, we hope to be speaking to a new learner about their experiences.